So, Blake, what are you most excited about? Don't make that face. <laughs> <laughs> what am I most excited about? Like, when you make that face with a beard now, you look like your name should be Chuck, and you're a registered sex offender, 100%. Oh Don't make- man. Um, when beard? you smile, only with the beard would you smile like that. When so you if smile I made like that, that face and I shave my face, like you wouldn't call me a pedophile. I'd probably call you something else. Anyways, what I'm most so, excited so about? What you mean? Okay. Like, uh, with, like all the shit that's been coming out, man. Like all, all uh, the Xbox announcements. Everything that's been happening. I mean, a lot of stuff has been happening. I mean, I guess Halo. I mean, I really liked everything I saw there. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. I mean, we have really not much to go off of. And Master Chief, I think that's the best he's ever looked. To be honest, that's just my opinion. Dude, I love how they like went into de- they went into that detail and like kind of shown how the armor is like broken down and like they make the plates and for it and shit. Like that was super yeah. cool. I'm I'm just a big nerd like that. I like forgery and like forging fire and shit like that. What is your favorite suit from Halo that Master uh, Chief has worn? Oh man, I like the one from Halo Three. Honestly, it's probably my favorite. Yeah, I think that's like what a lot of people go with. But I'm really coming around to this one. I have it as my background on my computer. Just him holding his helmet, and that's like all you see is his helmet. I love the look of it. The background in your computer is the Tourette's guy. No, that's just (laughs) what I have for you. That's just what I have for you. That's what you're seeing. Actually, I'm thinking about changing the background on my computer to the Tourette's guy. That's the only acceptable replacement for the Master Chief. Um, actually, you know what video I just rewatched the other day, and I laughed as hard as I did the first time I ever saw it? What's that? The classic. It's a pillar of what YouTube, well, it made what YouTube it is what it is today. Um, it's that guy yelling at his cats. <laughs> Get the fuck down! Dude, I, I <laughs> Fuck! Yes. Like I, <laughs> what the fuck are you looking at? It never gets old. I watched it like five times and I laughed harder each time. <laughs> I'm uh, so immature with this shit. Uh, it's what YouTube is for. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, educational videos and learning and shit is stupid. Uh, All YouTube those is stupid. Stupid get... uh, celebrity classes on there. That's fucking stupid. I gotta teach how to do stuff. No. 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 I go to school. Yeah, I'm gonna go to school. Fuck those guys couple things I wanted to talk to you about. Um, you don't need any research. I think it's like base knowledge most people know about. There's uh, two documentaries. The first one is a Cursed Films documentary that just came out not too long ago. A what? A Cursed Films documentary. Is that like a like a movie, like a label? Like no, a it's a, no, it's, it's about a, Cursed Films. About Cursed Films. Oh, shit. Uh, quotation me... marks, if you yeah, want to yeah. throw so okay. the big one that everybody thinks of immediately when you hear the term cursed films is um, the poltergeist. Yep. And after watching that documentary, I got to say, I don't think that film was cursed at all. You think it was just a bunch of idiots or what? Uh, no. So the main reason why people think that film was cursed is because they used actual skeletons on the set. That's what everybody thinks, right? Yeah. Well, that is true, but... The Poltergeist wasn't the first film to use actual skeletons on their set, and they definitely weren't the last ones, too. So people do that often. Yeah, it was common practice back then. It's just easier to buy skeletons and rather than make them in props. It's different now, of course, but yeah, it was was better that way. Huh. And then um, the two deaths that happened related to that movie is the older sister, she got... Um, murdered by her crazy ex-boyfriend and then the the youngest daughter she died but she only died due to malpractice due to a misdiagnosis like the little girl in the movie yeah she died but it wasn't like you can't really relate that to the movie at all she just died because doctors were fucking up and that was before the movie was released, or like while they were filming, I think or like it was like it was after the film was released, and I think it was like when they were in the middle of making the third one. Oh, dude, I didn't tell you, I didn't tell you about my weekend last weekend going yeah. to Santa Cruz. What like, happened? 
Uh, well, we, I, uh, my parents actually, because I, I, you know, if you uh, have been following me on social media, you know, I'm sick as a dog. I was gone out for like two weeks. They straight up put me in the hospital and ER and the respiratory tent, swabbed me for COVID. I was out of work for like three weeks, was bedridden for like 10 days, couldn't hold anything down at all. I've actually changed up uh, my lifestyle a little bit and it made me, you know, kind of had a, just like a, I don't know, I was thinking about ref- reflecting on my life a lot, and that's what actually kicked me in the ass and uh, got me back to enroll into college and, uh, you know, helped me get going to get a plan for uh, my future, and it got me really excited, but, um, you know, I was super sick, and, dude, it was crazy, actually, a quick, quick, quick side note, um, have you ever, dude, have you ever had, like, an out-of-body experience? I mean, I get sleep paralysis semi-regularly. Dude, okay, so I don't know if it was because of the first, like, three days or so, I could not get, like, more than, like, an hour and a half of solid rest, but I was actually, like, I, I having... I have something to do with that. I, I was having, like, out-of-body experiences. Like, I I was, like, twice. Once when I was sitting in the shower, like, because sometimes, like, the only way I could get any rest was if I sat, like, laid down in the shower floor and let, like, the warm water fucking, like, just fall on me and, like, soothe me to sleep. But like one time I that I was doing that and I like seen myself like laying in the shower from above, and then another time I was laying in bed and seen myself laying. It was crazy. I'd never had that happen. Anyways, I was fucked Escape up. In the matrix, so I, right? Uh, well, this is kind of that actually kind of relates to my story semi. But this, so when I got the results that I didn't have COVID and I was healed up and all better last week, uh. My, you know, my family decided that, you know, we want to celebrate a little bit. My parents actually ended up uh, taking, treating me and my family to a couple nights in Santa Cruz. We went out to the beach, had a little fun. Uh, but so I, that's why I have all the ingredients to make the caribou loose because I wanted to have a little tropical drink at the beach. Uh, anyways, I had like oh, a shit. gram and a half. I had like a gram and a half of mushrooms when I went down there and just chilled on oh, the shit. beach. Uh, and uh, it, I wasn't, it wasn't enough to trip. You know, normally that's about an eighth, and I didn't even have half an eighth. Uh, but it was just enough to, you know, really feel good, man. It was, it was, it was cool. Dude, yeah, like, uh, I don't know. It was just more like a rela- very relaxing and very calming. And I was just in a really great mood. Like, we had to park. We went to Seacliff Beach um, right um, south. Do you realize how crazy that might sound to, like, just normal, you know, like, nine to five working people? Like, just a relaxing about, amount of shrooms, just a little bit, just to relax. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I've had a couple experiences. I mean, I don't I mean have if a you want to talk about escaping the Matrix, let's talk about one of the last times I had a whole eighth and thought I was fucking dying and I felt like I was escaping reality. That's a whole other podcast we can talk about, uh, <laughs> but we're not going to do that here. Um, but yeah, yeah, no, that's it's crazy to think that. Um, but dude, so I ended up sitting there with a pair of binoculars staring at the ocean waves for like I'd say about 10 minutes looking for a shark. <laughs> like you're not going like, to see it. <laughs> I know that. I know that now, but like I was just like, man, and like just watching the water like scanning the waves with the binoculars was so interesting to me like looking for a shark. I like there was seagulls and shit floating on the water. I mean, you're still and so I was observing like observing nature, so it's still pretty cool. And just, you know, I was sitting with my feet in the sand, you know, sitting on the towel. Like, it was just cool. It was a nice warm day for the beach, at least. It was like 70 degrees, which is pretty perfect on the beach. And, uh, you know, I got to go play with my kids in the waves and shit. It was really, really fun. But uh, what I was getting back to was, like, we had to park, like, way at the top of this parking lot. And you had to walk down because a bunch of shit's closed off from COVID. So they didn't even have the fucking staircase open. You had to walk down the street. That, like, was a big S-shaped street all downhill. So we get there. We get our spot set up. And then me and my dad have to go back to the van to get the ice chests, the bags with, you know, our, our the sand toys for the kids, a couple chairs because we didn't make that. We just got the kids down there and got set up with the towels and everybody's stuff. And, like, I didn't even give a fuck that I had to walk that walk down, walk back up, walk back down. I was winded as fuck. I was tired. I was felt exhausted physically from the walk because I wasn't used to that. And I, like I said, I had just got done being in bed for 10 days. I was atrophied, but being on the mushrooms, I just didn't give a fuck. I was having a great time. <laughs> I just threw on, I just threw on my aviators, dude. And like, uh, nobody knew. I just had a great time. And, you know, chill. <laughs> Semi-related oh, note wait, 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 wait. on the side note, on the side note. Um, I just got done playing, um, 
Maneater the other day, and that's pretty much like GTA for sharks. <laughs> it's that it's funny. Tough. It's really cool and it's awesome, but it's short as fuck, and it's like there needs to be more. I beat it in two sessions. Holy <laughs> I beat shit. It. Yeah. Um, Masturbation jokes. I'm a loose cannon. I'm a loose cannon. Uh, I'm out of control. Chill out, bro. Take a chill pill. Yeah, it was cool, but it just needs more. I mean, so I kind of recommend it, but wait till Would you recommend to... that or the Untitled Goose Game? I think they're both like about the same length. I think I beat the Untitled Goose Game pretty quickly, and then of course I beat Manhunter pretty quickly too. See, I seen the Untitled Goose Game on Game Pass the other day, but then get it, of... and you might as well get it. Well, the thing is, because where I live. Uh, for some reason, the only thing that sucks about my internet connection, because I, I live in a, a rural area, I can't get ATT, can't get Xfinity, uh, I get uh, what's called Softcon in our area, and I got this big-ass tower on my roof so we could do the Skyping and the podcast, and we have a solid connection right now. I can go in my room and I could play Apex, you know, and get down with just fine. The, it runs perfectly. I could stream three different TVs at Netflix in my house perfectly, no problem. But if I fucking upload a game onto my Xbox digitally, uh, okay, so for example, um, I had installed The Witcher digitally on the Game Pass. It, like the biggest Xbox, game ever. Uh, well, the, I'm guarantee it's not as big as COD, the digital COD Warzone. Uh, that oh. was probably. But anyways, it literally ran. My Xbox was on for 24 hours. I am not exaggerating. Over 24 hours. I turned it on after I downloaded it. I told my fiance when I, because I have to go to bed early for work. I told my, I told her I said, when you go to bed tonight, will you please do me a favor, leave the Xbox on. She did. I woke up this next morning. The Xbox was still running. I went to work. She still left it on for me. When I got home the next day, 24 hours later, it was barely at 41 percent. Like, yeah, it's not worth it at that point. My average fucking megabyte speed is like like five megabytes per second. My upload speed, like uh, it's terrible, it's terrible. And like it's I was talking to my buddy about point. it. Just don't even. Nah. No, like I I it drops down to the kilobytes per second sometimes. Like it's really yeah, bad. Yeah, that's just like disheartening when I see that on my computer sometimes. And I'm like, you yeah, can't but I'm sure do for, that. You can't go that low. It's just ridiculous. I'm sure for you that's like a very rare occasion though, correct? Because you live in a in a suburban area. Yeah, but we, like, the apartments all share the same Wi-Fi, so it depends on the time of the day on when you're downloading shit. Sometimes oh. I'll get kicked out of live matches when I'm playing games online, like, because the internet sucks. Very rarely does it suck that much, but it's, sometimes it happens. Okay, uh, see, that uh, that would be terrible, but, like, now my buddy at work I was talking about, like, he gets, like, at, on average, like, 120, sometimes even up to 200 megabytes per second. And I'm okay. like, dude. Like he can down. He's like, dude, bring your Xbox. It's Joe. Yeah. And Joe's like, he's like, bring your Xbox over to my place and install your games. <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, fuck that. Right. Hang out for an hour. Then it's probably done that. Right. Smoke a bit. Chill out. Hang out. Have a beer. I don't know. Chill but out. Yeah, dude. Chill out. Yeah. <laughs> chill out a bit as your games download. Yeah. Um, we got super yeah, sidetracked. <laughs> we did. Still... We've been going on and on for a minute. We didn't even start. We barely started talking about Halo. So it was like a five-episode series, this documentary, and they had a, they were highlighting a film in each one. So mm-hmm. after that whole documentary, I can only say that I think only one of the films might have been cursed. So the one I think is cursed was The Exorcist. Ooh. No, wait. Can you go – real quick, can you go over the other ones, that all five that they went over? Yeah, there so is – Poltergeist, the, Exorcist. The Omen. The Omen, the original But they Omen. had a ve- yeah, they had a very interesting opinion on that movie because shit happened where like holy shit, bad stuff is happening. But what they viewed it as is like all the these kind of accidents that kept on happening. Well, one, they are also very eerily similar to stuff happening inside the movie. Like one guy actually got decapitated in real life from like a glass or something like that. Oh, but shit. The shit that happened never really hindered the progress of the movie being made. So they actually kind of viewed it as a blessing from the devil himself to, like, get this movie made. What in the – what the fuck? I, I the kind dude of got decapitated. How does he not, not hinder All right, the yeah, fucking... that part's bad. Like, a lot of people got hurt, like, but it wasn't like – A lot. Wait, that there's more? Yeah, there's more than that. I think, like, um, 
So there, what I got to say is that it was close calls, a lot of close calls. People still got hurt, but not the like people that were heavily involved in the movie got hurt. Like not even like oh, set workers and shit. No, they're, they're not like extras and set workers, but people kind of related to the movie. Like bad stuff happened to them. And then there was like another one where like they barely missed an IRA attack when that shit was going on because that was a while ago. Like it happened in the like when they were like sitting in a cafe and it happened like down the street from them or something like that. But they actually like viewed it as a blessing. Like shit's gonna go bad, but the devil wants this movie to be made or something like that. How I want to know what the fucking logic just, in that is. They, like how? No, what just the watch the documentary. I do a terrible job at explaining it, but just watch it. I know people died. Um, is it on like a streaming service or where can I find this documentary? You can get a free trial of Shutter. It's only on Shutter, but you can get a free trial of it. Okay. Okay. And then. Shudder probably wouldn't be bad, you know. Chandler's a big horror movie buff, so that would yeah, be probably. Yeah, she would love it, and she would love that documentary. Me and Jess love the documentary, so okay. I I highly recommend it. And then the last two films, they I don't think they're ever considered curse films, but they wanted to throw them in there because it's kind of related to the genre. They had um The Crow and um Twilight Zone the movie. Okay, The Crow I could see. Oh, The you, Crow. They actually explained the science of how it happened, and it was really interesting. The Crow. Yeah. With okay. Frank so vegan shot. Yeah. No, I actually watched. Uh, me and Chandler actually watched a um, a documentary about um, conspiracy theories not too long ago, and we it was a <clears throat> a series of conspiracy theories, and one of them was Hollywood conspiracy theories, and it was about Bruce Lee and the triads, and it also included Brandon Lee. Yeah, and they did talk about that a lot. That they like someone put out a hit on Bruce Lee, and then they finished the job with Brandon Lee. Yeah, but I don't believe that either because they I, I because yeah. because of how they said they broke down the science about how they used the prop gun the night before, but they had a real bullet or something in it. Yeah, it was like a dummy bullet. It was just for show, but, but it was lodged, a, lodged. It was in lodged the in there, and then they had um, a blank, and that shot out the dummy round at Brandon. Yeah, and then I've actually watched like the dude in the in that documentary that I watched. Uh, the guy actually took. Um, where he just lodged a bullet through the barrel like they said there was from the day before and then he he left the bullet in the barrel and then he packed a blank and he shoot he shot that one of those ballistic uh gel that you know and he it, it did the exact same thing it went all the way through just yeah. like it fucking did, so same exact thing happened in this documentary too it's probably just a different guy and he shot like a piece of wood and you can see it just looks like an actual gun got shot yep Yep, the same exact force. You know, it's the gunpowder inside of a bullet pushing a bullet. You know, that really that force doesn't really vary too much. Yeah, it's fucked so up because Brandon Lee would have been a superstar if he was alive today, I'm sure, because he was just, like his career was picking up with that movie. Yeah, yeah, for real. Um, so and moving on to the last movie, Twilight Zone, the movie. Ever heard of it? Never even heard of it. Don, not okay. a big Twilight Zone guy. I mean, I didn't really watch twilight zone that much either but i still knew about like what happened during this movie it's like a dated movie so it was back in the day i think like when twilight zone was still kind of the talk of the town or whatever yeah something like that no i think it was a little bit more no it was earlier than that it was earlier than that it's like oh earlier yeah way way long ago um so they there's a lot of laws that got broken prior to this happening but no one got really arrested directors should have been arrested for what happened so first of all you're not like back then you're not allowed to have like kids under a certain age pass on on the set past a certain time and it was like they had a night scene to shoot so it was like midnight or early in the morning Mm -hmm. um the set designer and the director were having conflicts about the director kind of doing his own thing with a set design after the set designer already made it for to where it's safe and okay. uh, the director was having a little too much fun with the explosives that were going on in that scene. So what, what happened was, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's explosives. Explosives are in every movie, but this guy kind of did it over the top, obviously. So they had the main actor. He was his scene was he had to uh, he was in Vietnam and he was trying to save like these two little children from a fishing village to get like rescued by a helicopter. But the director was having the explosives like too powerful and way too close to the helicopter. So because of that, the helicopter crashed. But when it crashed, it the blades hit the main actor and the two children. 
Did it kill him? Yeah. Yeah, dude. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, it's a super fucked up episode, but the director's fine today. He's never gotten any trouble for it. What the fuck, man? Let me let me just throw his name out there so you know who you're supposed to hate. What the fuck, man? Yeah, you can see it on YouTube. Like, you, it's not very close, but it's like a very distant shot. But you could kind of see what really happened when that helicopter crashed. Uh Yeah, what's that fucker's name? I think it was John Landis. Let me make sure. I th- yeah, John Landis. Fuck you, John Landis. You're a piece of shit. I hope you listen someday and know how much I fucking think. I think it's just weird that, like... Um, what, what, what year was this? Like, 1983. This must have been like, I was going to say... And it's weird that Steven Spielberg was... Like, he's credited as a director, but he wasn't that involved. In, like, he definitely was... I don't think... He wasn't involved what? in that scene going wrong, but I don't think he would have let that happen, because he's a, a big director today still, and I don't think he would be cool with that going on but yeah the set designer was telling his side of the story where he was like almost getting in fights with the director prior to that shit happening because he was like doing whatever he want with the sets he was like moving um different like huts that the set designer made and he was putting explosives underneath them and he didn't tell the set designer that at all he's putting his own explosives on the set after well not like he's just like directing people to do that like, he's not oh, just yeah. hiding grenades Bringing around them the from his home. He's yeah. like, I got these like, explosives I in made my garage. This is going to make a movie <laughs> so much I made a secret recipe. I mean, he might as well have the same end result. He killed three people. Two of them children. And their parents were on the set when that happened, too. Oh, my God, man. It was super fucked up. Because, like, um, the director was getting it with the casting director, or the ca- person in charge of casting, because he wanted children, but, like, they were trying to do it, like, a scene way past late night then. So the casting guy didn't do it because he was refused to break the law, and the director just went out of his way, and he got two children himself to put on the movie. If I, I hope those parents sued the fuck out of that fool. I think they did. I think that's the only thing they got was civil court, but they, I don't think they got him on manslaughter or anything. That's negligence, like a motherfucker, dude. That's, that's yeah. You that's think appalling. you hear about like bad onset behavior today? That was probably the worst ever. Ugh. Ugh. Okay, let's talk about The Exorcist. Why do you think that one's actually cursed? Let's not talk about this fucking nutsack of a human. I mean, it, <laughs> I hope I picked the right name because it's been a while since I've seen that documentary. But I'm pretty you sure make me want to smoke! <laughs> this guy makes Mel Gibson look pretty good. But, um, yeah, The Exorcist, there's accidents happen. There was, like, a really weird fire that happened in a certain part of the set. And then, like, a lot of actors got hurt during the making of that movie, too. Beat a weird fire. I think it was, um, if I remember correctly, like the set got torched, like went up in flames. Everything except for the girls' room. Okay, that's weird. Yeah, and then like a lot of um props and stunts went wrong and it hurt the main actors that were involved in the scene. Like you remember that scene in Exorcist where the girls flopping back and forth and like you, it's like really weird and disturbing. You remember yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. That- that went wrong. What you see is like that machine going wrong. Like she kind of, they had like a little backboard or something and she was braced to it, but something happened where she got loose and then the board was also going way too hard and she like kind of fucked up her back from that scene. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. And, <laughs> and a terrible thing afterwards is that that little girl's life, she, it pretty much got ruined after that movie. I'd never thought about that. Why? Because, like, she couldn't go out in public at all. People were, thought she was the devil. That's a fucking movie! Yeah, but you gotta think about, like, the media's reaction to that movie. They were, like, saying, don't go see this movie. Like, the devil's in the theaters whenever you go see this movie. And that kind of, like, just... Like, media's doing their thing with it. You know, it's not changed nowadays. It wasn't different any any different back then either. But they were, like, saying... Yeah, the devil's in the theaters, and then you'll get sick, and you'll faint. And, like, there's actually, like, a lot of instances of people, like, fainting during the movie. Because, like, the placebo effect, and then it's also a scary movie, too. It's just a wicked combination. What the fuck? I didn't people realize people were that dumb in the fucking 70s, bro. I mean, that's... The Exorcist... There wasn't really anything like that before that time. That was, like, the first 
no shit, no fucking, this is really scary movie. I don't think there was anything prior to that. No, yeah, because, like, back in the day, like, you got to think about horror movies were, like, uh, Birds, Alfred Hitchcock, yeah. you know? And then like, there's still... the really old thing, like, where you can barely see, like, what's going on, like, the really old thing back in the day. It the just thing. wasn't, yeah, the, it just wasn't as scary as it was prior to The Exorcist. And after The Exorcist, of course, the horror genre started to pick up. Yep. No, it was, uh, it was definitely a game changer for sure. I mean, it created a whole fucking subgenre of horror too like that we see almost every year yeah like demonic possession type horror yeah and it's yeah. honestly it's like when like let's let's be real like that's like the better genre of horror like when's the last time we got a really good slasher original slasher not original a fucking slasher, remake. yeah yeah because they're really kind of right on the coattails of well-known slashers nowadays I mean, horror movies, are they're just different. I mean, there's still good horror movies out there, but you haven't seen slashers. It's just difficult to make a new original one now. Yeah. I yeah, mean, I mean like, you got to be original and you got to make it good. And sometimes those don't exist together, especially in the horror genre. The horror genre is very difficult to get, like, actually do right. A lot of people hate yeah. on it if it somewhat sucks. You know what, honestly, you know, in my mind, this is just my truest heart of hearts, what makes a good horror movie to me. Like, a, a, first of all, you get a lot of jump scares. You need really, you need solid fucking jump scares. Because if I fucking jump at least, like, once or twice in a movie, like, it gets my heart going. And like, if, I, if I go, oh, fuck, under my breath. You know, a couple of oh fucks, those are good too. You know, like a psychological thriller. Yeah. And obviously, and then you got, you obviously want something that like, okay, think about what terrifies people in real life. <coughs> you know. I think I put that bit. prior, like over the jump scares. That's just me though. Like putting the disturbing content above the jump scares. But. Well, I don't want it to be too, them both. Well, yes. But I don't want it to be super, too, too super disturbing. Yeah. Like some people but, can do, like overdo the over the top with it like hostile or something like that hell yeah i was thinking hills have eyes hostile like that's a little too disturbing i mean i haven't seen seen the original i've only seen the remake so i can't talk too much about that movie uh no you talk about like the 25 2005 one yeah that's like yeah that's still a remake there's a really old one back in the day no 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 that's what i'm saying you've seen that one though the 2005 one yeah, you didn't like. I can see why you didn't like that one. I just like the yeah. When the I about ballistic. I about call it quits when dude bites the fucking bird's head off at the beginning. You know that was uh, like. Eh. That was very. So you didn't see like the dad like making a comeback with his fire axe. Uh no, I didn't watch the whole movie. No, fuck that. Didn't make it through that movie. That part was really good when he started fucking those like weird hillbillies up with that axe. Like he was like literally fucking them up. Yeah. No. No. I didn't. I don't think I made it past the rape scene. The chick, no. Yeah, that's pretty bad, so that's understandable, alright? You don't have to explain yourself to me, completely understandable. Yep, that's as far as I made it. Yeah, I imagine uh, you wouldn't like uh, Last House on the Left, either. Don't, yeah, I've... Or is it yeah, House on the End yep. of the Street? Which one? There's two of them, I know. Is it House on the End of the Street or Last House on the Left? Uh, well, see, I live on the Last House on the Left, uh, on my street, so... Yeah, that yeah, one's pretty yeah, sure. Last House on the Left. It's a remake, too, but both are pretty graphic. Yes. Yes. Well, I how do you feel that. about Deliverance, then? I haven't seen Deliverance. It is disturbing, just a, just, but it's, just it's all disturbing scene. content. It's But it's, like, not over the top. There is one rape scene, though, but I think it's, like, a really creepy movie. And I, I don't know how it hasn't gotten remade yet, like, judging how Hollywood is nowadays. I'm surprised it hasn't been remade. We should write a movie. You want to write a movie? Get some Burt Reynolds in there from Deliverance. He has some experience with the horror genre. Burt Reynolds. Like Burt Reynolds? Burt Reynolds? Who doesn't like Burt Reynolds? He actually didn't have a mustache. I think so, but he didn't have a mustache in that movie. It's weird. I think he's dead, bro. Is he? I don't know. Google it. Is this about to ruin my day? Fuck, yeah, you're right. He, He died two years ago. Fuck. That's what I thought. Damn, I yeah. thought he was so kicking. Damn. Nah, nah, man, that's for fucking Reynolds. Ever. I'll drink to that. Yeah. I actually shaved like two days ago, like the first time I'd actually shaved like my goatee. Well, see, I can't do the full beard yet like you. 
I am getting there. I am How? getting there. I'm getting, Are you still going through puberty? Blake, shut the fuck up, bro. I'm sorry. I'm you know what? Sorry. I'm Scottish, you stupid fuck. All right? You ignorant, stupid motherfucker. What, what does that mean? Not hairy. We're not hairy men. Oh, okay. Well, it's cold there. You guys should be hairy. <laughs> this is a weird conversation. All right. All right. Um, <laughs> all right. So, well, give me some examples besides the obvious ones, what you would consider a good horror movie. Um, well, I'll tell you right now, one of these scariest movies that I think is super under one of my favorite horror movies that I think is super I'm, I won't say scariest one of my favorite horror movies that I think is super super underrated Sinister I think it gets the respect it deserves I like it I think it's a decent horror movie no it's super like it I don't like get, the second one at all though I don't like the second, second one the second one's pretty whack but the first one was super good I think that they could have you know, I feel like the second one was butchered and they really fucked up that franchise, but I think it had potential. Yeah, prior really th- to that second one, but yeah, Ethan Hawke, he's a badass. I like Ethan Hawke. I do, I do. I, f- I feel like if they if they were given a second chance, they, they could do that right. I would really like to see that. Sinister is a good one because it's like... Maybe like a soft reboot? Yeah, exactly. There might still yeah. be plans for it. I don't know. I haven't been paying attention much to that franchise after that second uh, one. So maybe there is something in the works. I don't know. Dude, that second one came out like eight years ago. No, yeah, they're not that like long nothing, ago. Was, maybe. You don't know. You never know. You never know. Like but, six um, years. I'm a big fan of James Wan, so of course I really like Insidious. Yes, it's another good one. Yeah, I, except for like... Gets, yeah, the music. Yeah, the fucking... See, the music we, alone could give me nightmares from that movie. Yeah, fucking all fucking crazy. Punching a violin or some shit. I don't know what that was. I don't know, but yeah. It's Never fucking, was it worked. It hits. And see, that's another thing is like you got to have like that. I feel like jump scares, you have to have like some fucking, you know, you got to have some fucking crazy bass like dropping at it like. You know what I'm saying? Like you gotta have. Oh music. yeah, they, it's, it comes down to a science with these jump scares. Like they have to have something pop up, and then they have to have music like or a loud noise associated with it. See, you know what? This is what I was thinking. You know, you know, nowadays when all these horror movies, they always try to fake you out before they give you the jump scare. Yeah, it's too predictable. Like that's why I'm very picky with my horror movies. See, I want to do something where, like, it just it's it's you know you don't expect it. It's like things are, and it's, I want like real fucking jump scares because they always try to fuck you. They fucking psych you out. They play the music so you know something's coming. Then they do the, Uh, yeah, the camera zooms in on the main character. Then you expect it to happen now. Then they like, see, oh, it wasn't something bad. And then something bad happens right behind them. Yep. It's too predictable. Yeah. Like, I think they really need to work on that. They just focus too much on the jump scares and they'll feel like they scared like half the audience and they go with that but the hardcore horror fans are going to be criticizing it all the time Mhm. yeah yep yep see i'd like that's what my ideal horror movie would be something that's not too graphic but is like a genuinely genuinely like th- a thriller more like a psychological thriller see if i were to make a horror movie i would do one where it's heavy on the scary atmosphere yeah, there's going to be some disturbing content and then some jump scares, but one that like breaks the rules, like you're not going to be able to predict who's going to survive in my horror movie cuz that's the reason why I liked Event Horizon cuz you can't predict who's going to survive that movie. Uh, Event Horizon. Hmm. Lawrence Fishburne. Me and uh Jess just watched it the other night. We've been on a classic horror movie binge, really. Okay. Okay, yeah. I'll have to check that one out. It's good. You won't be able to predict who makes it to the end. Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne? I'm not going to give you spoilers, but yeah, he's he's really cool in that horror movie because I always, always like it when um horror movie characters are like, they're reacting like as a human, like a normal human being would. They get pissed off and then they say, fuck this shit and fuck you. Like, because I'm tired of like a lot of characters having this horror movie logic where they're just, their IQ points are dropped down by like 15 points and they're just really stupid. Mm-hmm. That's way too common nowadays. Mhm. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Um. Yeah, but you you said there was a second documentary that you'd watched too recently, oh, right? Oh, I don't know. You might have seen it already, or you might you definitely at least know about it. It's um the Return of Unsolved Mysteries. 
Dude, okay, so I haven't been watching it, but Chandler's been watching it. Dude, you're missing out, dude. It's really good. Oh, dude, I, I've so she watched. She was watching it while I was sick, and I remember just oh. like while I was like in and out of sleep, her like watching it and like the whole music and everything. The dun dun dun. Yeah, it's, it's really yeah, good. Miss, it's iconic. I miss. It. Um, so what I really like about this um documentary is that no one involved with the documentary is doing any of the talking. It's just strictly people involved with the case. Tonight, on Unsolved Mysteries. There you go. Who gives a shit about Bigfoot? Classic. Classic. Right. Now you're He's good. Right He's right behind I know. I, it's, it's my fault. I can't blame you for that. I enabled you. I'm an enabler. I'm sorry if I butchered that. No, it's all good. Don't worry. <laughs> Nobody really does like a good Tourette's guy impression. Only Tourette's guy does a good impression of himself. <laughs> <laughs> Is I do great impressions of my yeah uh, yeah I do great impressions of myself also. Same. It's weird <laughs> that we both have that skill. Fucking talented people. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah. I'll drink to that. But anyways, yeah, like what I really like about this documentary is that you don't hear any of the people involved in the documentary spout in their opinions about the case and shit. It's always just the people that are involved. Okay, okay. And the most fucked up part about it is, like, in almost every single murder case of that documentary, like, they usually have, like, a pretty good suspect, but for some reason they can't get to them. Now, is that the one that – I think she was telling me about a couple of them. Is that the first one where they find the dude and, like, who jumped through the roof? It pretty much applies to all the murder cases in that documentary. It's going to piss you off if you ever watch it that they have someone, but they just can't get to them. Okay, but is it is that the one where the the first guy's found like in the 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 hotel and he fell through the roof? Yeah, fell. He he fell through the roof. Yeah, that was and a weird like, one. And they found like it because his like phone and like shit was like unbroken. And, yeah, like, and then like he had really weird behavior leading up to that. Yeah, like he was watching a bunch of like leaving like watching weird movies and shit like that or like. No, he had like he wrote out a really weird letter that did not make any that's sense. Right. And then he was, like, trying to, like, connect with the Freemasons. But the fucked up part was that um, his best friend, like, he set out a reward to find out whoever did this. But he um, he did not cooperate with police at all. And he actually put an NDA over his whole company. Nobody at his company could talk to the police about the murder case. That's right. Because didn't, like, did, okay, what did he do? Like, didn't he do something to, with his friend right before that, too? He the reason why he said he did it is that he had trouble with the law concerning like like business like illegal business practices like fraud or something like that. That's why he can he didn't want to cooperate with police because of his history, which doesn't make any sense. But did I'm saying like didn't him and the guy who disappeared something happen between them right before? Too not really no no like the only thing you know that happened before that um. His death it was that he was at home. He like picked up the phone. Someone said something to him, and he said, "Oh shit!" And then he booked it out of the house. Who was in the house with him? Um, so it was a really weird situation, but nothing is wrong about it. There's no foul play or anything. But there was like another girl that was staying there temporarily. It was like a coworker or a friend or something like that. But she was just there, and she overheard the conversation. And then she, like, heard and saw him leave, like, in a rush. But he has a wife. That's why it's, like, kind of weird. But it wasn't his wife that saw him leave. So he answered the phone, said, oh, shit, and then left. And took and off, And then it yeah. was found. It was uh, found he wasn't like found a... immediately. It took, they took him a while to find him. But, because uh, they thought he just disappeared because they found his car. And then they, like, okay, so, like, they think he, they think, air quotes, that he, like, jumped through he tried to like recreate a movie or something right no so i don't remember hearing anything about that but they knew he was at this hotel there's like there's like no other option for him to like jump on to like where he landed like he at the belvedere hotel he was at the belvedere hotel okay. but there's no footage of him at all there what yeah that's weird i didn't know that but like the way he landed too like wasn't his like 
keys and like wallet and phone like his phone was like undamaged and like where the where he would have fallen from should yeah, have his, been damaged his phone and his glasses were that's right. not damaged but his flip-flops were and they're saying that he jumped but they did the math behind his trajectory off the belvedere hotel and it's impossible even with flip-flops on like there's no chance he was going to make it to where he landed. Or even without flip-flops on, I should say. Fucking A, bro. Yeah, it's definitely like the best friend had something to do with it, but he's... They can't get to him. Fuck. There's That's... only one alien case in there, too. It's all murder cases except for the alien case. What was the alien case? It was like a series um, of different UFO experiences... In one town on the same night, like three oh, different people were telling. I remember that. I think I actually was awake for that one for a little bit because it was the alien case, and Chandler was like, "I think you'd like this one." That's right. It was like on the east it coast, and they crazy. were all like, "It was like it was like three different people, and like they all like two of them like thought that they recognized each other later on in life, right? Yeah, like felt like, like they, they did. No, one was the I, whole family, right, in the car." Um, so what happened was between those two people, they thought they saw each other in the middle of their experience. Like, yeah. They, yeah. And then, then they recognized each other later. Um, the craziest one, in my opinion, was the boys when he was running outside. And then, like, he just he was running, but he was staying in the same spot. And, like, two other people in the house saw him. Place. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah. When he ran what to when he was fuck? playing with his neighbors, he started to run home from his neighbors because he felt like he heard someone calling him or something. Something along those lines. He was just running yeah. outside and, and he was just stuck. And it was he thought he was still running, but it was like, dude, this is weird as fuck. And then the yep. mom, like from on the other side of town, she saw like a big ass bright light. So I'm like, hers wasn't as interesting as the two other people's, but it was still pretty cool. Well, cause wasn't them like wasn't one of them like like a, like either a couple in a car or like a family in the car? Yeah, and they were like someone and her mom, like two adults. And then yeah, they, they and just they, saw. And then there was another car in front of them too, I think. No, remember they they woke up somewhere like completely different from where they were. Yeah, that's right. They did they did wake up after the light. Yeah, they woke yeah, they woke up. There was like right, a bright ass right. light. Yeah, that was crazy, bro. I, that's wild, man. Just like, I don't know how you can lose hours like that. Aliens, bro. Yeah, that was like the only positive, somewhat positive case out of that documentary. Well, I mean, the U.S. government has confirmed twice now that aliens exist. Yeah. You know that they, you know that they said something again last week, right? I did. I heard something about that. I didn't read it exactly, but then like, in a response to that, I kind of started like saying, "Oh, we've had." A longer, I think they. I read an article where they said like, oh, Canada has a longer history of UFOs documented than the U.S. What? Canada? Yeah, that's a Canada or something. I think it was Canada that said that. Documented, but I, that's maybe the U.S. probably has a lot of documents on UFOs that they're not sharing with us that are probably old as fuck. Well, yeah, I want to hear what they have to say about Roswell. I don't think we're ever gonna hear something about that. What the truth is about that situation. Well, something definitely went down. I mean, something dude, I to do with M. Night Shyamalan, I think. I what? Don't get <laughs> you know, like Why? M. Night Shyamalan? I do. I love Signs. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. That's Never why gets I, old. Yeah, that's why I brought it up, because Signs is a good movie. Signs is a great movie. Yeah. Pretty sure I ended up watching Signs after I watched that Unsolved Mysteries episode. Oh, you're yeah. in that. Got you in the mood for some aliens? I like me to aliens. I, mean, I like to think I... I like to think I was abducted at a young age. Oh, yeah? How did that go? Well, I have memories of me being pushed on, like, a stretcher, like, down, like, a medical hall, like, a silver, like, hallway with, like, super, super bright lights. And, uh, like, it's a super vivid memory. Super, super vivid memory from when I was, like, two years old. Super, like, my earliest memory. But that never happened. You didn't, yeah, like, you were never on a stretcher or anything? Nope. I mean... It could be a dream or something. I don't know. Yeah, it could. It could just be my me. But, but like that was always something. Like I grew up remembering that. Like I grew up and like when I was older, I mentioned something to my mom because I always thought it was when I split my head open. Like okay, I grew up grew up thinking because I split my head open when I was two years old. 
I grew up thinking it was when I went into the hospital and getting stitches. My mom was like, no, you were never on a stretcher. They, we took you in there, sat you on a table. They gave you a little numbing shot, and they gave you stitches. But you were never, like, on a stretcher being pushed down a hallway or nothing like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. It probably wasn't UFOs. I, I know it knows it being, <clears throat> no one knows it better than you, so I can't tell you you didn't experience aliens. Well, no, I, I, I don't think I experienced aliens, but I definitely thought that was like a real thing that happened. Like I grew, like I'm literally telling you, like I grew up thinking, like, oh yeah, well, I remember. I, I was telling, like, oh yeah, I remember when I got my head split open when I was two. I remember that because I remembered going down the hallway on the stretcher. That yeah. was the only thing that I remembered from that. And then your life changed. Yeah, when I realized that it didn't go down on the stretcher. Like when you dun, found dun, dun, out Darth Vader is Luke's father. What? Just, the world's turned upside down. Darth Vader is Luke's father? I thought Believe Anakin was Luke's father. I thought Anakin oh, was Luke's okay. father. Okay, Mr. Jokester with your jokes. No, 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 I see no, 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 no. So what you're telling me was that Anakin would have to be Darth Vader. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Yeah, you're reminding me of that fucking Batman video with Two Face. Who's Two Face? Two Face. Remember that with uh, what was it his name Pete Holmes or what's his name? Is it I don't know what it's called, but he actually that's like the only funny thing he does is like his Batman videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. When he was talking like the Bane about fucking Talia and shit. Is for Alfred. <laughs> I found it. I'm the world's greatest detective. Yes, yes, I do love yeah, those yeah, videos. College humor, Batman. Yeah, you didn't see the one where he was talking to Two Face and he was getting confused on who Two Face was. Harvey Dent. Yeah, because like he Two Face kept on turning to the side and you only see the, like the good side. And he's like Harvey, watch out, Two Face is here. And then he would like turn Ooh. back around. And it's like what? Oh, Two Face, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> That's my kind of humor. All right, you can yeah, it's on YouTube. It's free. You can watch it whenever you want. YouTube is free. Yeah, YouTube is free. I have to download that sometime. I mean, you can get some memberships and shit. I'm not Actually, an expert. I pay for premium YouTube. <laughs> well, what do you get for with like with that? No fucking ads. And oh, okay. uh, figured, yeah. And and like you can play music. Um, like you can close your phone and play it. Oh, that's the big so like you, Yeah, for real. But sometimes it gets annoying because I'm used to just like clicking my fucking lock button to close out YouTube. And then I'll fucking close it out. And then I'll have to reopen it back up and fucking pause it or like close the app. Normally I'll just hit the lock button on my phone and it closes it down. But not with YouTube Premium. Dude, I get the weirdest fucking YouTube ads. Like it doesn't make any sense like what my ad algorithm is. Your algorithm is fucked, dude. You watch like my shit. YouTube al- my YouTube algorithm, that's on point. That's perfect. But my ads for the like prior to those videos are really weird. So like, like give me a range. Um, you know about the purple mattress, right? They're not a sponsor, oh, yeah. so fuck them. They're like have a like a lot of ads on YouTube. They don't need publicity from us. There's like a five minute commercial from there with like Bigfoot, like a Bigfoot family. Did you watch all five minutes? I watched like three minutes of it. And I was like, all right, and I'm over it. I like I gotta watch this video, whatever I'm gonna watch. And then you something, watch it, like it was like it was a funny commercial. Like there was little funny bits of it. It's also kind of weird because like a lot of weird shit happens in it. You can watch it. It's just weird. It's kind of funny, but it's also pretty no, weird. I pay for YouTube Premium, so I don't have to watch that shit. <laughs> but dude, like. Alright, I have no explanation for this next ad. This ha- it was like a 15 second or a 30 second ad. Very short ad. Um, It's just this guy like walking around like stupid in like a store or something. He's just like kind of goofing off like walking around like very weirdly. And then he just picks up a bunch of National Geographic bird books. Like all the same one. It's just like a bunch of National Geographic. I forgot what the name of the bird book was. But it was just a bird on the cover. He buys all of them. And then he just sets them on fire in the parking lot. What? What was it an ad for? I don't know. There was no ad placement at all besides National Geographic. That was it. And he lit those on fire. Are you sure you did not accidentally, like, eat some fucking LSD that night? No, because then I would have just tripped out for 30 seconds. And that's a very shitty trip if that's what I needed. I haven't been able to look it up. I've been trying to find it on the internet. I can't find it. 
National Geographic Birds on Fire. Yeah, I think something else would pop up if you kind of research that. <laughs> I, don't I didn't think, think you would get where you're trying to go. <laughs> I was very specific when I looked it up, so I don't think you're going to be able to find it. National Geographic Bird Magazine ads. <laughs> I gave up on my dream to find the solution behind this puzzle a long time ago. I don't want you to get drawn in on it. I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm buzzing so hard off those caribou loose. And I want to know. I Just need answers. It. I need it. answers, Blake. I- i feel how do you think i feel i'm the one that experienced oh. it just forget it don't just we're gonna forget about that thing am and it's gonna drive me fucking insane i'm gonna submit it to unsolved mysteries and i'll be in there next season we gotta find this fucking ad on youtube man and we gotta know where it came from and what it wants yeah i didn't like that guy on that ad either he was acting like a smart ass the entire time and yeah he's burning books <laughs> i didn't like him aliens that's the only yeah, reasonable answer. I mean, I don't think aliens are that much of an asshole. Aliens are usually kind of like they just take you and they. It's the message enter. they're sending. It's the message they're sending. What message is that? They're, they're the assholes and they're killing our birds. Um, I forgot what kind of bird was on the cover. I'm not sure if it's endangered or not. So if it, the bird was on the cover, it might have been like I think it was a toucan. If and if if toucans are endangered then you might have some truth behind your reasoning no you could buy a toucan as a pet i mean yeah you can also buy monkeys as pets too but they're still endangered pretty much everything is in danger nowadays it's worse than you think that's unfortunate yeah i can find out right now toucans are you toucan. know people can hate me for this opinion if they want but i honestly supported you know captive tiger breeding after watching tiger king because of the fact that they were wow. keeping the tiger population alive i mean, I like, mean for yeah, the open, like i meant i meant for more like the conservation not like the like the small enclosed cages but like the conservationists like if you're i, I would like i support tiger breeding but not like the cub fucking pushing like they were doing like the, the fucking selling of the cubs and shit like that but like i would love like so you're sounding close to a carol bastian supporter right now shut the fuck up blake because i'm about to say if someone took like the the well-being and like the capacity and the care of carol baskins without being a psycho bitch and like did the breeding because she only takes like she like adopts the tigers or whatever like that which doesn't make sense to me because she doesn't breed she won't take cubs, but she's got all that space. Why not let the cub? Why not let them breed, make cubs there, and shit. Raise those cubs, keep them there, you know, repopulate. Which is why I'm like, okay, you know, these guys are, yeah, they're breeding the cubs, and the cubs are, you know, they're doing shit, terrible shit with them, but they're keeping the population alive. I don't know. That's just me. I mean, I'm more for support, like them having like an open area, like like kind of like the um, the gorilla. Ex- like not exhibit i don't know how she the gorilla area that was on wild boys like they have like a fenced in area it's a huge area that like they're preservation yeah preservation that's the word i was looking for yeah there's a gorilla preservation that the wild boys went to and it was hilarious see that's what i'm talking about like like carol ba- like let's be real carol baskin's facility is way better than fucking joe exotic's facility if we're going to i mean she thing. still has got some of the tigers and some shitty fucking cages though oh yeah like those little fucking feeding cages is where they gotta stick their head in yeah i don't like that shit yeah no, like, like some of those tigers did not look healthy there no okay so i'm let me take that back fuck carol baskin she a hoe um she a fucking wicked bitch she killed her husband she whacked him yeah um uh, she fed them to tigers. They snacking. Um, there you go. I mean, happened. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a tiger preservation somewhere in the world. Well, definitely there's got to be. But, like, were they actually, like, bred them? Like, not to sell, but to, like, like willingly bred them, you know? Yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, that would work. But I don't see how they can make money off of that. Like, people yeah, need to make money off of something. Yeah, government-owned, yeah, but the be... government's not going to be motivated to do something like that. No, maybe not government-funded, but, like, uh, what's, the, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not a charity. Um, a non-profit like a organization? Yeah, 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 like a foundation non-profit. 
Yeah, that would yeah, take like that. that'd be a little difficult though. But yeah, in a perfect world, that would work, and I would like for that to work. I mean, I wouldn't want any animals to be endangered, except for mosquitoes. I think they should go extinct. They serve no purpose in this life. I I hate yeah. mosquitoes with a passion. I don't like spiders. Spiders, like if we're, if it weren't for spiders, we'd be fucked though. I don't like spiders. Yeah, but they're like they serve a good purpose. Like I used to hate them too, but once you realize that they're really helping us out, you kind of come around to the idea of spiders. No, yeah, yeah, like I, I'm like not like nah, get rid of spiders, but like I don't like them. I don't kill spiders. Whenever I see one in my apartment, I usually try to catch it and then put it outside. I kill big spiders. Big spiders? I kill oh, big spiders. They kill the bigger pets for you. You're gonna get roaches. Nah. You're gonna get roaches, man. Nah, man. I fucking call the the fucking pest control company. Nah, we got rats. You don't need that. You need you need, to pay, you need to pay pest control, but spiders you don't need to pay. Nah, I rent. I don't need to pay nobody nothing. I tell my landlord there's rats, fucking roaches here. Yeah, like, but then you have to make a phone call on your phone plan. You don't know how much. You know that's what? I, you cost. know what? Fuck you, Blake. Okay, I live in the country. You know what? <laughs> the 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 little the big bugs eat the little bugs, and then. The big bugs get eaten by the rats and the mice and shit. And then my cats eat those motherfuckers. So it's a circle of life. And I feed my cats. Yeah, Lion King. It's a good movie. I agree, yeah. Squanchy actually left me the asshole of a rat the other day. Like, literally, like, the hind legs and, like, the lower torso of it. Sitting right outside my uh, office where I'm at right now. I got a little Squanchy, though. He's a he's a real one. He's the best. Yeah, me yeah, and him he, go way back. Did you see he just had his uh, third birthday the other day? He's only three? Yeah, he's only three. Oh, that's awesome. Tell him I said a happy birthday. Oh, yeah, totally. Thank you. No, no, that. I'm sorry. He just turned two. I'm sorry. I lied. He's younger than No, her. no. Ethan's, Ethan's two. He was born before Ethan. No, yeah, he's three. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I remember Squanchy for a while. Definitely multiple years. Yeah, because, yeah, Ethan was born in February 2018, and Squanchy was born six months before Ethan, so. and Pearl Roughly, like, birth. eight months before. Pearl gave Pearl birth gave to the, the Squanchy. Okay. Yeah. yeah Squanchy yeah, is, like, I, one of the best cats I've ever met, personally. Dude, he's chill. You, did you ever meet Cujo? Yeah, I remember Cujo. I, Cujo I, I think I played with him a couple times, so I don't can't really compare, because I've played with Squanchy quite a bit, but I only played with Cujo like once or twice. No, nah, I don't want to hurt Squanchy's feelings because I love my kitty, but Cujo was the best cat ever. I Dude, gotta be real. Squanchy's gonna throw up in your shoes later. No. <laughs> no. He's got a problem That's what cats do. And places he's not supposed to. He pisses in spots, like on your clothes yeah. or something? Not on mine. The Chandler's? Not on Chandler's. Your kid? Not on our kid. Not on theirs either. <laughs> Noah's or Josh's? Yeah, Noah's. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, at least you know like, the children's clothes. They're not going to mind. No, I don't know why he does it either. I don't know why. It's, it's irritating. It pisses me off. Uh, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, dude, um, so throwback to my old cat, Cujo. This is an old story. I don't know why I'm going to tell it right now, but I'm going to. Uh, Cujo was so chill. This is just so you know. Um, there is a Instagram page. I don't know if it's still active. I haven't followed it in years. But it was called Cats Who Dab. And I'm not talking about dab like fucking head to the elbow, fucking hands to the air. I don't I'm think cats about, can do that. Like, Don't you have to break their arms to do that? No, they got elbows, bro. You can do it. I can make Squanchy do it for sure. Well, don't uh, do that. He's not a douchebag or anything. Well... Cats who dab. Okay, Cujo was so chill. Okay, I literally put him. I was sitting up against my, you know, sitting up in my bed against the headrest. Put Cujo up like he was sitting up too in my lap, you know, with his legs legs out and sitting up with his arms up. Put my dab bong, my dab rig, like he like put it up to his mouth like he was hitting it. Like, put his paws on it like he was holding it, and then took a selfie, posted it, and then put it on this page called Cats Who Dab. And he was like, 
I mean, like he got like fifteen thousand likes on that picture. Like, <laughs> more than you ever gotten in your entire more than life. I've ever gotten in my entire life. Like if you go on the, I don't know if it's still on there. I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, cats who dab on Instagram. Hold on, one second. Oh yeah, here it is. Dog, let me go back and find out how many fucking likes Cujo has from years ago. It's gonna make me sad seeing this yeah, picture. I'm, I'm looking at it too, and I see like a lot of cats <laughs> look like they're smoking. It's pretty awesome. This is a good page. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good page. <laughs> oh my god, I gotta find it. It's from like 2015. This is a great page to follow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if I still had an active Instagram, I might have followed this. This is, yeah, <laughs> I like this. I like this. <laughs> I said I like this. I didn't say I, I didn't like it. No, no, that's what I know. I know. That's what oh, I okay. Said. 2016. Great taste. I love the taste. It's very art <laughs> it's, it's just pure art it is it's it's not it's not trashy it's it's classy classy dabs classy cats dabbing i'm on a mission and i'm so close yeah i'm hella close i remember a lot of these pictures it's hella cats that look like squanchy no i don't all right blake well i know we re- we uh plan on talking about video games and talked about horror movies and Spooky shit the entire time, which I'm down for. I love that I shit. I think it was a good episode. It was a great episode. I had a lot of fun. I had a, a great time. I had a couple caribou loose, and uh, it was it was always great talking to you, man. It's been it's been too long. I know both of us has, uh, have had a lot of changes coming up in life. You know, you obviously got out of the air force. You're streaming on Twitch a lot more. You're getting ready to go back into school. I started a new job up in Sacramento, so I'm now commuting out exciting. of town. It's exciting. Yep, and I'm actually getting ready to start school too. So it's like we we both got a lot going on in life. Um, I'm just, you know, I'm gonna take for granted the time. I won't take for granted the time we get to record like this. And uh, I'm gonna go get some editing done right now, get this posted and up ASAP, Rocky. And uh, hopefully we can start getting stuff posted back more regularly again. Cause I miss it. I miss it, man. We can get back on track. We can do this. I believe in us. Trizzle for shizzle, dog. You know what I'm as saying? As long as we don't forget Bill Murray ever. We can just never forget him. Never, ever in my life will I ever want to forget Bill Murray. Never. It's not going to happen. It's just you know not going to happen. You know what movie I actually just watched with um, my kids the other day? Ghostbusters? Osmosis Jones. That is a good movie. It's, it's entirely good movie. live action. Like, I'm tired of telling people. It's entirely live action. They put a microscope camera in Bill Murray and recorded on times 1,000. Yeah, and his white blood cells sound like Chris Rock for some reason. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. I wish my my white blood cells sounded like Chris Rock. Your white blood cells sound like, um, what's his name? Fuck. Billy Crystal. You know what, dude? I think that's just rude. <laughs> I don't think my white blood cells sound like Billy Crystal. I think you could have picked a different celebrity rather than Billy Crystal. I mean, I like Monsters, Inc., but I don't think I'm a big Billy Crystal fan. <laughs> How about Christopher Walken? I'll take that one. I, I I can't disrespect the Walken man. I would be fucking stoked if my blood cells sound like Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher Walken. It's not a Christopher Walken. I don't know. I no, can't. You're looking at me all wrong. Do it again. <laughs> I'll stab you in the face with a soldering iron. <laughs> okay. You know, my white blood cells sound like Joe Pesci. So my white my my white blood cells will beat the fuck out of your white blood cells. Well, um, I love Joe Pesci. He's one of my, like my favorite people ever. Um. So I was just talking to Jess about this the other day. Um, I think it's interesting that, yeah, I do respect all of his mafia movies, and he obviously does, obviously does like a lot of good work as an intimidating person. But I think my favorite movie of him is Home Alone. He's just too perfect in that. <laughs> the reason I said Joe Pesci is because I watched Home Alone last night with Abel. <laughs> it's a good movie, you know and Joe Pesci. It wouldn't be where it is if it wasn't for Joe Pesci. Bro, have you noticed the movie opens where he's just, like, fucking standing in their living room? He's the main <laughs> character. Joe Pesci's the main character. Fuck Kevin. <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, Fuck Kevin. yeah, he's all right, but Joe Pesci's where it's at. Hey, speaking of Macaulay Culkin, and we were talking about this earlier, Signs. Did you know the little boy in Signs is His Macaulay Culkin's young? I didn't fucking know that! They look so much alike, dude. 
And that Dude. kid is in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, and he's also what the fuck else is he? Um, There's a lot of stuff actually. Yes, he plays. Uh, he's in another fucking show that we watch right now, uh, or just got done watching. God damn it! What is it? Macaulay Culkin's brother. Oh, he's in Scream. I've heard good things about that show. I've been thinking about getting into uh, it. Not the show. I'm sorry. He's in Scream Four. Oh, Scream Four. Okay. This with uh, Hayden Panettiere. Hayden Panettiere. Yeah, she's awesome in the horror genre. Uh, oh, you don't like Hayden? What? What's wrong with Hayden? Disrespecting the Hayden? The only Hayden I respect is Hayden Christensen, motherfucker. All right, I like Hayden Christensen too. I don't mean any disrespect, but you only know like two Haydens. Yeah. That's it. When you type in Hayden, it's just Hayden Panettiere and Hayden um, Christensen. But Hayden Christensen before Hayden Panettiere, of course. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, you know who the third Hayden is? Who? I don't know. That's why I'm asking. We're going to find out for science. Hayden Hurst. Who is Hayden Hurst? Click it. He's a tight end for the Ravens. No, tight end for the Falcons. He used to play on the Ravens. I don't give a fuck about that guy. He's a ginger. Anyways, we got to wrap this up. I should know that. Yeah. Fuck Hayden Hurst. <laughs> I don't know him. He's obviously not that good at tight end. Sorry, man. I don't know where that came from. All right, Blake. I had a great time. Uh, tell the people where they can follow you on the socials. Uh, pretty much just look up Nerdgrounds and you'll find up find all of them. I'm gonna start try to start streaming more, so I'll get back into it. Now you are Nerdgrounds BRG. Let's clear that up. You're I am Nerdgrounds on Twitter. All right. all right. I am Nerdgrounds, but you are Nerdgrounds BRG. All right. Okay. But I mean. That. But yeah, you can find both of us. If you look up Nerdgrounds, you'll find all of the good content on the social medias. Uh, we got a, we got an Instagram we hardly post on. We got Twitter that we're both very active on. And uh, Blake is active on the Twitch, streaming on the Reg pretty often. Not not like not regular. often. I'm trying to get back into it though. I'm I'll stream to, tomorrow. You, I'll stream tomorrow. I promise. I'll stream tomorrow. You fucking stream tomorrow, Blake. I will. You stream I tomorrow. Will. All right, I will. Uh, my, I will. my computer's about to die, and I have to pee, so I'm gonna, I'm, we're gonna, we're gonna call it. All right, bye. In the name of the great Tourette's guy, Blake. What do you have to say? I just said bye. <laughs> do it again. Do it one more time. Sorry. Bye. All right, bye. Bye.